The following podcast contains true stories of sex, kink, gender, or body image. Thanks for being a consenting adult, because here we go. All of my life, I've never fit, but I won't complain and I won't quit. I am enormous, get used to it. Everyone tells me I'm too much. Maybe it's just you're not enough for me. Can't you see? I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be. Hi there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Della Tour, and this week we have a story from internationally recognized writer, speaker, coach, and expert, Marsha B. How's your week going? You know, mine has not turned out the way I expected. And this is a week where people traditionally spend a lot of time giving thanks. And feel like I give thanks every single day. I'm always thanking people for what they do for me. I am so full of gratitude all the time. So it kind of feels redundant to just hammer on that note. The thing that's really surprising about this week is traditionally I'm invited to Friendsgivings. My family doesn't live anywhere nearby. So often I get invited to everybody's house for Thanksgiving. And before the pandemic, that was, well, let's say, before the lockdown, that would mean I would get an invite to 10 to 15 people's houses often. Okay, let's say on a standard year, it's somewhere between, yeah, okay, calm down, Dixie, that's not true. Let's say usually seven, seven plus. I get invited to a lot of people's houses. And my favorite way to spend Thanksgiving is just to kind of rock star it. Just go from house to house to house. Just eating all day. Who wouldn't love that? You get to try everybody's specialties. You have to try this. This is my grandmother's recipe. You have to try this pie. Take some pie home. Oh my God. I would end up eating Thanksgiving leftovers for days. And I love Thanksgiving. I love the meal. I love stuffing. I mean, nobody cares about the turkey, do they? I love stuffing. I love gravy. I love God. I love all of it. All the side dishes. It's all about the side dishes. But this year, I have no place to go. Well, I was invited to exactly one place this year. And a couple of days ago, the host contacted me to say that the whole house had COVID. So, I have no Thanksgiving this year. So I have gone from my previous bounty of many, many, many Thanksgivings to zero Thanksgivings this year. I'm not even sure where one goes to go pick up a Thanksgiving meal because I've never really had to do that. But I'm not not sad about it, you know? I mean, if you have that much excess in your life, you're gonna check up short 
at some point. And if I was going to check up short, this would be the year that it would happen, right? It has just been the strangest year. I'm glad for so many things. My mother was in the ER last week. I mean, after my dad dying last month, I thought things were going to go horribly, but she seems to be okay. She got out of the hospital today. So what's not getting some sweet potato casserole? What's that compared to, I have so many friends. I have a parent who's still alive. I have a lot of love in my life. And while I'll be spending Thanksgiving alone, you're listening to me. And that means a lot. So many people tend to feel invisible and unseen and unheard. And I count myself so lucky that I have so many people who connect with me and talk to me and send me messages and just let me know that I exist and they see me. So what difference does it make? Maybe I'll just have a really good movie marathon, you know? And I'll just make it like any other day. And then the next day will be Black Friday and I will watch people consume. I have to buy <laughs> I have to buy some new equipment for body and I've been waiting to do that on Black Friday and as much as I'd love to not be part of that tradition, I have to because that's the day that you're going to get the best deals on tech equipment, which is what I really need to do. Everything seems to be falling apart right now. And so I'll focus on that. I'll make a list. I'll plan. I'll, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am grateful as fuck for you. And it's not just this week. It's every single day and every single week of the year. For how many years have we been doing this now? We have been doing this a long time. I hope as long as we've been doing it, we can at least double that number between seeing people at live shows and people connecting with me through the podcast or the live stream or any of those things. I feel loved and that connection is stronger than ever. I'm grateful for you. And I hope that this week for you is exceptional. Have you ever heard me share a 60% off discount before? Well, this Black Friday, Beducated is offering folks a whopping 60% off a yearly subscription, their biggest discount of the year. What is Beducated? It's the Netflix of sexual wellness, and they're the number one online platform for sexual health and happiness. Beducated believes that sexual happiness isn't just something you're born with. You can learn how. And their online course platform provides you with information and techniques to level up your love life via their easy-to-follow video, audio, and written guides. They've got this incredible cunnilingus course I really like. I'm learning a lot. And I'm going to check out their Sexperiments for Couples next. And of course, there's this one on blowjobs I'm kind of interested in. Your 60% off subscription comes with unlimited access to all their online courses, more than 100 hours of video and audio content, tips from world-renowned educators, high-quality streaming on all your devices, and new content every week. Remember, we're nearly at the end of the month, so act now. You can get 60% off Beducated's yearly pass 
for November only with my code Dixie. Just go to Beducated.com and use coupon code Dixie and your 60% off rate will be locked in for life. That's Beducated, spelled B-E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D.com. And there's a link in the episode description. Next week, I'm offering a brand new workshop and it's filling up fast. So please register as soon as you can. It's called Storytelling to Get the Sex You Want. It occurred to me recently when someone told me a story about how body has successfully gotten them laid. It's happened so many times. But in this story, it wasn't just laid. It was a long-term relationship. It was a triad. And as I listened to them talk, I thought, I should teach this to people who listen to the podcast. So the workshop's happening on Saturday, December 3rd. It's only $29. And I know it's called storytelling to get the sex you want. But if you're not interested in mere sexual gratification, the methods you're going to learn in this class work equally well for a better dating life, real connection, and even love. Because a personal story is much more likely to get a response from a stranger. This makes dating or meeting new people more fun and engaging. And it's a more creative way to introduce yourself to someone new in a way that reveals the real you. There's a link in the show notes. Sign up as soon as you can. I'd love to have you there. This method has worked for so many people. And I don't know why it didn't occur to me that I should be teaching this. So this is it. Saturday, December 3rd. Sign up as soon as you can. I'd love to see you there. When was the last time you treated your partner to an unforgettable night? Like a Kitten creates erotic gift boxes that make it easy to spice up your sex life. They can ship you a gift box with all your erotic essentials, from vibrators and massage oils to robes and handcuffs. It's your one-stop shop for a perfect evening. Like a Kitten offers 24 creatively themed boxes for any occasion that will encourage you to play in ways that you've never imagined before. For example, the Booty Box contains everything you need for anal, whether you're a booty beginner or a pro. The Daring Date Night Box lets you break out of your boring routine. It contains a bullet and cock ring set for him and a vibrating panty set for her, so you can both share a sexy secret at your next dinner date. The Flirty Festival Box is the perfect bachelorette gift for your festival-loving bestie. I got the Forbidden Fruit Box with the Water Slide Aquatic Stimulator, Rosy Gold Anal Plug, Pop and Rock Candy Explosive Sex Candy, Water-Based Lube, and best of all, the Purrs Like a Kitten USB Rechargeable Silicone Vibe. Like a Kitten's website now features over 400 amazing pleasure products. Most of the boxes contain a toy that retails for more than the entire box alone. So the entire box of multiple gifts is a steal. And Like a Kitten is offering Body Storytelling's listeners 15% off when you go to likeakitten.com slash D-I-X-I-E or enter the code Dixie at checkout. These boxes are all at least 25% off retail value. So with our special discount of 15%, you'll receive a total of 40% off retail value. Surprise your partner with a box from Like a Kitten. Just go to likeakitten.com slash Dixie or use the code D-I-X-I-E right now to get 15% off. And there's a link in this episode's description. I'm really excited to tell you about this week's storyteller. 
She's one of my favorite people. We used to be in a mastermind together for many years. And every week, I'd get to hear the brilliance that spilled out of her mouth. Imagine this. Marsha B., Midori, I, and a few other people just sitting around helping each other figure out the names of new classes or working together collaborations. It was the best way to start a week off ever. That stopped years ago, and I miss it a lot. And I miss her. But just yesterday, I got to have a long phone conversation with her. And it took me right back to those moments where I got to savor the way the inside of her brain works. You're going to get to hear a little bit about that right now in this story. So let me tell you about her. Marsha B. is an internationally recognized speaker, writer, coach, and expert on sexual communication, relationships, and women's empowerment. Her primary mission is to help women and the people who love them to overcome shame and get in touch with what they truly want, romantically, sexually, and relationally, even if it's off the beaten path. You can find her online at askingforwhatyouwant.com. This storyteller is Marsha B. You know I only do this because I love you. (laughs) All right, so uh, how many folks were at Catalyst Con this weekend? All right. Um, So I was at Catalyst Con this weekend, which is a sexuality conference, and there was this session that I went to, and someone in the session said, we all have a right to have sex we don't enjoy. And this kind of jumped out at me because I have this habit of my brain writing checks my emotions can't cash. (laughs) And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's sort of this thing that happens and and I get really curious about stuff and really intrigued and I don't really think about how I'm going to feel afterwards. Um, I kind of do all my safety stuff to make sure I'm safe and like the person's a good decent human being and all that and like that, you know, there's respect and stuff. But after that, I'm sort of like, well, what's going to happen? I want to find out. So I'm going to give you guys some examples of this. <laughs> Example number one. A few years ago, uh, this, this fellow that I had known for a couple of years uh, approached me about playing together. And uh, I was really, like, not sure because I wasn't particularly, like, he wasn't really my type at all. Like, he was really, really tall and kind of big and, and straight. And, um, <laughs> which there's nothing wrong with that. Some of my best friends are straight. Um, <laughs> Uh, and a heavy, heavy, heavy masochist. Like, really like to get the hell beat out of him and be humiliated. And I'm like, huh, that could be interesting. I mean, okay, so you should know that like, I'm a nice person. <laughs> I'm a really nice person. And, and this was sort of a weird thing. Like, I, I didn't really know how I was going to react to it. But I was like, my brain seems to think it's a good idea. So, uh, so we agreed to play, and, and then we did, and I, I did beat the hell out of him, and I, and I did humiliate him, and um, afterwards, I was left with this question of, did I enjoy it? And the answer was yes. I actually really enjoyed it. <laughs> and so much so that eight years later, uh, a couple times a year, we get together, and, and I beat the hell out of him, and I humiliate him, and we both really enjoy it. Um, so that's, that, was, that was a cool, interesting uh, data point of 
my sexuality. Um, I'm a little methodical. Uh, so then, second example, uh, long-term relationship. I've been with this person for like four years. We're in love. We have this great, very sweet, very like emotionally in tune relationship. We're like really just like sweet and we get together and we have these dates and they're this pretty standard date is he'll come over to my house and we'll get in the hot tub naked and we'll talk about politics for a while and history and other really geeky things. And then we go to my bedroom and we make out and we fuck and it's awesome and then we sleep and usually around 4 a.m. we wake up again, fuck again and then we have to go to work. And that's a pretty good, I like these dates. So that happens, we do the hot tub and then we go to the bedroom and we're making out and things are really hot and heavy and I'm like, hang on a second, I gotta pee. And he's like, do you wanna pee on me? And I'm like, we've been together like two and a half years at this point and I'm like, where did that come from? Um, sure, uh, why not? <laughs> I can't, I can't really think of a reason to say no at this point. So I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll pee on you. Um, so we go to the shower, because, I mean, that just seems reasonable. And, <laughs> and I pee on him, and it's not bad, actually. It's really hot. And then, like, we're making out, and we're like, just, he's just, like, into it. He's like, yeah, this is hot. Okay, great, this is good. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. Um, and then he's like, well, I, how do you feel? I mean, should I? And I'm like, yeah, sure, go for it. <laughs> so we're in the shower, and he's like got a heart on it. I'm like, you know, stroking his cock, and then he starts peeing on me, and I'm like, oh, this is dirty. Oh yeah, this is good. And then afterwards, I was like, did I enjoy that? And the answer was no. And it was interesting. <laughs> And it was this really intimate moment and it felt like really connected and, I, and we still talk about that as this like really amazing experience that I never intend to repeat. <laughs> so that was kind of an interesting thing. Like I could enjoy it in the moment and then afterwards be like, let's never do that again. Um, so that was kind of cool. That was another really interesting data point about my sexuality. Now here's the thing, another thing you should know about me. I, I like to fuck the first time in order to get to the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh time. Like, one night stand's not interesting. I did that one time, was like, okay, this is the most boring thing in the world. I like to develop a sexual vocabulary with people. I think it's really interesting, like you get to know them. They, they don't have to be a lover forever, like I'm kind of slutty. I like to fuck my friends. Um, but I like, thank you. <laughs> But I like to have like an understanding of where they're coming from. I like them to have an understanding of me. I like processing for fun <laughs> about stuff. So um, one night stands have never appealed to me. And I was recently teaching at an event and somebody messaged me about the class I was teaching. And I wanted to message the person back so I thought I'd look up a little bit about them and see you know, who is this person that's messaging me. And I went on to FetLife to look up their profile. And now I don't know how many of you ever spend time on FetLife or like online dating sites or anything, but like they're not really like bastions of literary masterpieces. <laughs> <laughs> like really, um, they're pretty terrible most of the time. So I'm looking at this person's profile and I'm like laughing. <laughs> and I'm like intrigued. 
And I noticed he, he's like quoting my friend Midori and her like distinction between like doing dominant things and being a, a two dominate person, like who's like super like identified with being dominant. Um, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Like I'm intrigued by this person. Like I don't know anything about them. They just want to come to my class. And then I noticed that he has listed uh, a fantasy of anonymous sex and um, being woken up by someone he's never met fucking him. <laughs> I've never met this person. Also, I should mention the profile picture, like one of those like internet, like I'm putting a picture of myself up here, but it's all like backlit and shaded and profile and you can't actually see anything about me. So I have no idea if this person's hot or not, and, uh, and, but the words are pretty, <laughs> and I like them. So um, through a long, complicated series of things that it's not worth going into here, I have a friend play Cupid because I also have good friends, and uh, they handle all the safer sex negotiations and making sure we're, you know, it's gonna be a thing that works for both of us. Limits, you know, all of that stuff. And, um, and I decide to go for it because I'm intrigued. Now my mind does these things. They're like, I want to find out. This is why I'm a sex educator. This is why I do relationship coaching. I'm just deeply interested. I have no idea how I'm gonna feel about this. I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna feel good about it. <laughs> but I'm curious. <laughs> so I go to the event and, uh, and I, I do it. I like, I, I, I go through this whole emotional thing that's also very time consuming to go into, so I won't tell you about it, but it was this roller coaster of ups and downs and, and what's gonna happen? And I finally go over to his tent and, I, and I, I'm like standing outside. And I'm like, okay, this is gonna happen. Uh, fuck it. So I go in and I'm like standing in his tent. He's sleeping, he's got a pillow over his face like this. So I can see his mouth, he's got these pretty lips. But he's got a blanket on and you can't see his face. And, um, and, and I go in and I kind of stand awkwardly for a minute and then I like take my dress off. And there's like a girl sleeping on the air mattress next to him. <laughs> I have no idea who she is, it's cool. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's probably fine, he said it was fine, Whatever. Um, just gonna fuck this total stranger with this other total stranger watching. What could possibly go wrong? And uh, <laughs> So I do actually fuck this strange person that I've never met before. Um, I, I take my dress off, I crawl into bed. Uh, there are some things you should know about this person. Number one, I am not a very genitally focused person, but this cock deserves to be in like some cock hall of fame. Like, <laughs> it is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life, and all I wanna do is put my mouth on it. <laughs> so I do. And um, we, we like, he's like asleep, and I'm like, you know, going for it, and then he finally wakes up, and I'm like, hi. And he's like, hi. <laughs> and we keep going, and it was really good, and, um, and then we're fucking, and that's really amazing, and like, okay, thing number two, you should know, he's an amazing kisser. Score! So like, I already know he's smart, and he's got a gorgeous cock, and he's a good kisser, like, this is fantastic. And then I have like, three orgasms. Like he's going down on me, he's like making sure I'm having a good time. I did not know my toes could curl like that. I actually got a leg cramp at one point because my toes were curling so much. And uh, that was amazing. And, um, and then it was just this phenomenal experience. And so, uh, so we finish, 
And, and then we talk and we cuddle. I like cuddling. Some of you know this about me. Uh, <laughs> and um, and it, it was this really amazing experience. And then I, and I leave. And then I'm walking around all day going, that was, enough, that was really great. But I feel really crappy. And, I, and, and I'm asking myself this question again of like, did I enjoy it? And the answer is like, I don't know. Because... I want to be pals with this person. And I, want, I, like, I, I was attracted to him because I liked what he wrote and I want to talk to him. Like the sex was amazing, but at the end of the day, like I liked his brain. And so the event ended and I'm happy to say that we did end up getting into communication and um, I'm pretty sure he's going to come visit me in San Francisco. If you save yourself from marriage, you're a bore. If you don't save yourself from marriage, you're a horrible person. If you won't have a drink, then you're a prude. But they'll call you a drunk as soon as you down the first one. If you can't lose.
was Follow Your Arrow by Casey Musgraves. Next week is Giving Tuesday, and the concept behind it is simple. It's a day to remind people to do good. While you're being generous, I'd like to ask you to consider extending your generosity to body to help me grow this powerful community. You'll be helping me as I invest in new tech equipment. I'm shifting to more online offerings so that we can spread these stories farther out into the world to remind folks that there are other people like them out there and that makes us all feel less alone. This week, if you can, make a one-time donation to Body Storytelling, that's what you can find us under, on Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal. And thank you for considering it. And if you're a Patreon supporter, thank you for your ongoing support. Before you go, could I ask you to subscribe, rate, and especially write us a written review? It makes a big difference for a little podcast like Body. Here's one that someone wrote recently. Body is my go-to for road trips. Dixie's podcast is funny, heartwarming, and tragicomic. It's always a joy to listen to sex-positive and kinky folks tell stories, and Dixie's heartfelt monologues fill the gaps and give listeners great tips and hints about events and other casts. It's great. Thank you. And I hope it makes you realize you don't have to be a wordsmith. You just have to speak from your heart. So thanks in advance for considering writing us a review. And while I'm thanking people, I'd like to thank the team that make this podcast possible. Thank you to David Grossoff, Ty McKenzie, Ruben Tan, Donal Mooney, Joe Moore, Mosa Maxwell-Smith, and podcast producer Roman Den Haldeker. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour. This has been episode 251 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. Thanks for listening. A big, a big love.